This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, May 13th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Minimum wage to go up. Again. Fertilizer worries ahead. And FDA pushed to protect dairy names. Newsom pitches inflation relief as minimum wage goes up. Governor Newsom is releasing his revised budget proposal this morning. It's based on a more accurate accounting of last month's tax revenues. The governor's already teased out one major pillar of the plan. It will include $18.1 billion economic relief package with $11.5 billion of that total in the form of a $400 tax refund to address inflation. The rest of the package would cover rental assistance, help with utility bills, and a pause on a sales tax hike for diesel fuel, among other provisions. Now, keep in mind, a soaring rise in inflation this year will trigger a minimum wage hike of fifteen fifty an hour beginning in January. This is due to a 2016 state law requiring the minimum wage to increase when inflation grows more than 7%. Wages already rose this year by a dollar, with large employers now paying $15 an hour and small ones 14 an hour. This means small businesses will see a $2.50 rise in wages over the course of just one year. Meanwhile, a ballot measure initiative is hoping to raise the minimum wage to $18 an hour to be phased in over the next three years. USDA says almond crop will be down 4%. USDA's National Ag Statistics Service issued its first estimate for the almond crop this year. Total forecast of 2.8 billion pounds. The harvest had declined 4% from last year. Yield per acre down 8%. Almond Board President and CEO Richard Waycott said the lower estimate, quote, was not totally unexpected. Some growers faced frost damage this spring, and water availability is more of a challenge this year. Waycott, however, was optimistic that a strong global demand would continue to drive sales. The Ag Statistics Service will issue a refined and more accurate report in July. Report. Meat packers used USDA to keep plants open despite the threat of COVID. Meatpacking companies coordinated extensively with USDA officials and others in the Trump administration to keep their plants running in 2020. This was in spite of a growing risk of coronavirus to their workers. That according to a congressional report that is based on internal industry documents. The report released yesterday by the House Select Subcommittee on the Coronavirus said the documents, quote, now illustrate that despite awareness of the high risk of coronavirus spread in their plants, meatpacking companies engaged in a concerted effort with the Trump administration, political officials, to insulate themselves from coronavirus-related oversight. They worked, quote, to force workers to continue working in dangerous conditions and to shield themselves from legal liability for any resulting worker illness or death. One particularly stark example was in California. The administration tried to, quote, strong-arm state and local health departments in Merced County over an outbreak at a Foster Farms plant. Federal officials attempted to intimidate county health officers to stop them from shutting down the plant. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Availability of inputs worries co-ops. 
Farmers are struggling this spring with sky-high production costs. But the bigger concern is whether there will be enough fertilizer and other inputs to go around for next season. That's according to Chuck Connor, CEO of the National Council of Farmer Cooperatives. That's where we really are fearful at this point, Connor said in an interview for AgriPulse Newsmakers. Availability of fertilizer and other inputs hasn't been an issue this spring. Farmers, quote, may not like the price, but it is available, Connor said. He also says NCFC is working with lawmakers and USDA to explore alternatives and remove obstacles around supply availability for next year. The co-ops welcome the measures the Biden administration is taking to address input prices. That includes pledging $500 million to increase domestic fertilizer production. But, quote, we have to acknowledge that they're probably not going to reverse this inflationary course, Connor said. Now, this week's newsmakers will be available today at agripulse.com. Lawmakers urge FDA to crack down on dairy standards of identity. 36 House members are pushing FDA to crack down on the use of dairy terms for plant-based alternatives. A bipartisan letter to FDA Commissioner Robert Califf and Office of Management and Budget Director Shalanda Young cites 2019 and a report that found plant-based imitation products are, quote, not nutritionally equivalent to milk and in most cases should not be consumed by young children as a substitute for real dairy products. We urge you to seize the opportunity presented by the forthcoming guidance to move beyond the current practice of non-enforcement in the U.S. and require everyone to simply follow the law, which requires more than simply adding a plant-based signifier to a dairy term, the legislators wrote. Bio backs gene editing transparency framework. The Biotechnology Innovation Organization, Bio, is endorsing the framework for responsible use of gene editing in agriculture, a voluntary set of principles and commitments that call for transparency around the use of the technology. Bio believes that innovation flourishes when science and consumer values are aligned and complement one another, said Sarah Gallo, Bio's Vice President, Agriculture and Environment. The framework was released in March and has been endorsed by Cargill, Costco Wholesale, FMI, the Food Industry Association, Genus PLC, Pepsi Company, and Tropic Biosciences. It says that organizations using it, quote, will within the limits required to protect intellectual property and confidential business information, transparently share information and engage with stakeholders and consumers about the application of gene editing technologies finally here's today's he said it the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat that senator andreas borgeas announcing the decimating victory of team borgeas and the capital's annual frog jumping competition (laughs) well that's daybreak west for this friday may 13th for the latest news out of washington dc Visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jack Alley.